0: Uh, we're going to be uh, reading through sections of Luke's Gospel and we're we'll going be looking at mainly chapter 2 and Heather's going to come up to us and read us uh, the first one. Uh, Luke chapter 2, you're not doing that one? Oh, you're doing the last one. Joan's going to do the first one. <laughs> I knew they were organised, so organised are overorganised. over-organised. Joan's going to do chapter 2 verses 1 to 7 for us.
1: Good morning everyone and a happy Christmas to you all. The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David.
0: It's great, isn't it? It's a wonderful joy when you hear that someone is pregnant. Uh, It really just grabs you, doesn't it? Uh, You get excited for them, you think this is wonderful and uh, if it's happened to you or you've had a family, it's an amazing joy, isn't it? And the expectation that comes with a baby is phenomenal. Uh, it gets so great that you really get so joyous and excited about it, uh, all the antenatal classes that you have and then you go on and you have those pre-baby parties that they have these days that look like this, uh, the baby shower, when I was uh, younger, and we had a baby shower you turned up with a, uh, uh, some nappies and a dummy, these days they have things that you have to go to my and you've got gift registers for them don't you? Uh, It gets amazing as it all builds up and all gets really excited for it. And then when the baby is born, after all the screaming and the yelling and the pain and the, "You, you never let me do this ever again the moment, it's joy. The birth of a baby brings joy. Well, the birth of Mary and Joseph's baby would have brought joy as well though nothing would have quite prepared them for what they were going to go through. They wouldn't have had antenatal classes. They wouldn't have had a gift registry, though we think maybe the Magi did, but maybe others, no. They wouldn't have had all that and they would not have been prepared to have a baby born in a cave with a whole lot of animals around them that was stinking and horrible and a mess. But within all that... They had joy. Joy that this baby was born, this new life, but joy because they'd been told by an angel that this baby was Emmanuel, that this baby was God come to earth, that this baby was God entering into our world, into our brokenness, into our mess, to save us and love us. The Bible passage says uh, in different parts that Mary stored this up in her heart. They would have had joy about the birth of a child, but their joy would have been overwhelming to think that this is God with us. Now take a moment to think about that. If that is true, if that is real... That this baby is God entering into our world to be amongst us, that is mind-blowing stuff. second part of our Bible reading today is actually going to be done a bit differently. It's going to be done from the screen and uh, you're going to be watching it in cartoon form, but it's uh, from Luke chapter 2 and you'll see basically the whole of what we read just before and a little bit more as well, so let's watch that.
2: That night, in fields near Bethlehem, some shepherds were guarding their sheep. All at once, an angel came down to them from the Lord, and the brightness of the Lord's glory flashed around them. The shepherds were frightened, but the angel said, Don't be afraid. I have good news for you, which will make everyone happy. This very day, in King David's hometown, a Saviour was born for you. He is Christ the Lord. You will know who he is because you will find him dressed in baby clothes and lying on a bed of hay. Suddenly many other angels came down from heaven and joined in praising God. They said, praise God in heaven, peace on earth to everyone who pleases God. After the angels had left and gone back to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem and see what the Lord has told us about. They hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and they saw the baby lying on a bed of hay.
0: minding your own business, out in the fields, tending your sheep, and the next minute, bang, in the sky, angels shining all around them. would have scared the living daylights out of them, wouldn't it? would have been unbelievable to see. Back on uh, December the 5th, here in Evans Head, from about 2.30 through till 3.35, or a little bit after, Uh, we had one of the most spectacular thunderstorms you have ever seen. Uh, There was just no spot in that whole hour where there wasn't either a crack of lightning or a peal of thunder. It just shook every part of Evan's head, so much that it shook Ben and Jenny Weeks's house and fried just about every electrical instrument they had in their home. And I was asleep that night, and uh, my family... Harina and Hannah anyway had lovingly left me and gone on a cruise. Uh, And I was woken up. We have in our bedroom one curtain, then another one, and then some block out curtains. And those curtains could not block out the glory and the sight of that amazing storm. And if you went out and watched it, it was awesome. In the proper use of the word awesome imagine what it would have been like for those shepherds that was just a brief example that we saw that that night but for these to have an angel you know, we know we see lightning we see thunder all the time but you don't see angels very often do you and then we seen an angel and then they saw a whole cloud of angels and those angels were singing and proclaiming some phenomenal news They said, today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Christ, the Lord. You've seen this startling sight and then you hear these words that just down the road, the one who's going to save the whole world, the one who's going to pay the penalty for everyone's wrongdoing, is going to be born in a stable. In a trough amongst dirt and muck. Phenomenal news, isn't it? The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords comes to dwell with us to deal with the thing that we're dealing with most, which is our brokenness. And notice what they said to him as well. They said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. I reckon that's a really good thing to say, isn't it? I would have been scared stiff. I was pretty scared on the night of the lightning display, let alone if i had been an angel. Say, so do not be afraid. Because this is great joy. This news of this saviour is the best news anyone is ever going to hear. The greatest news. That you and I can experience the perfect presence, the perfect peace, the perfect perfect love of God for all eternity. Because this saviour, this Jesus, this baby is going to remove the one barrier that stops all of us from experiencing that. And that's our sin, our brokenness, the stuff we do wrong. That's what he's going to do. And that is what is great joy and great news for the whole of the world. Just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Hawthorne Football Club got some great news. Some of you will know that I barrack for Hawthorne. Some of you know I'm very passionate for Hawthorne. Uh, and just a couple of weeks ago, Ruffy, Jared Ruffhead, came out and said that he's battled with cancer, that he's been battling for the last 12 months, has been dealt with and he's going to play next year. Woohoo! Yeah! And when the Hawthorne Football Club thought this is their saviour, Ruffy is the only reason we didn't win the grand final for the fourth time in a row this year. Well, that's my reading of it anyway. Now, that was great news and Ruffy is going to be a great part of the Hawthorne Football Club, but he's not the saviour. He's not even the saviour of the club and he's not the saviour of the world. Only Jesus is. He is the one who has come into this world to save us, to restore us into that living, loving, perfect, peaceful, restful relationship with God now and for all eternity. That's why it's great news. That's why it's great joy. That's why we celebrate Christmas. And I don't know what type of year you've had. I don't know whether it's been a great year or a mediocre year or a really bad year. Maybe this year has been the year that you've had some really bad news. Maybe it's the year that you've lost someone that you love. Maybe it's been a really, really tough year for you. Well, can I encourage you this morning to hear the words of the angels? They don't be afraid. They bring good news that brings great joy that a Saviour, Jesus, has been born so that you can experience His love for eternity. And that's worth celebrating about. I'm going to sing a song about that called Glorious Night. Let's stand and sing that to you. Reading this morning, uh, ja- Heather's going to read it for us. <laughs> And uh, it's the last few verses from chapter two, verses sixteen through to twenty.
1: So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned. Glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
0: Karina and I are getting a little bit older these days. Uh, That's noticed in a number of different ways. Uh, But one of them that we notice that mostly is the fact that uh, our children are all grown up. Uh, There's our family and uh, our kids have gone from those little ones that you used to love and care for and now they've grown up and they're pretty much launched and they're heading out. Hannah has finished year 12 and she's on her way and so there's some good news and bad news in that, isn't there? Uh, But one of the things I love about Christmas time is that often when I'm seeing people around the street or I'm talking to them, one of the things they ask me is, so what are your kids doing now? What are your children doing? And I love that opportunity to be able to brag on my kids, I suppose, uh, to tell just how amazing they are and what they have done and the things that they're about to do. It's great news. I love having that opportunity to tell people about how proud I am of my children. Well, when we come to this part in the passage of the Bible, we see that the shepherds go and tell the good news about Jesus. Look what happens to them. So they hurried off, and in verse 17, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what, he'd been, what had been told them about this child. I'm so proud to talk about my kids, and these shepherds were so amazed that they wanted to tell about Jesus. And they wanted to tell everyone, didn't they? Uh, not only what they saw, but what they'd been told. What they see... And what they've been told is what they share to everyone around them. They can't hold it in. And people are amazed by it, aren't they? It goes on there, And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. It would have been a phenomenal story, wouldn't it? An amazing story. People might think you're going crazy. But they've told the story of how angels filled the sky and told them that this little baby is God come to dwell with us to be our Saviour and that is great joy and we will find peace now and for eternity in Him. It's wonderful news, isn't it? They shout it out. They can't hold it in. They want to just speak it everywhere. They want to tell everyone about how amazing this Jesus is. They are celebrating, aren't they? Celebration isn't about just being excited, but it's about telling, isn't it? about speaking it about shouting it out and they couldn't hold it in look what they did at the end after they went and they saw Jesus they continued on as they went home and told everyone as they went verse 28 the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as had been told they couldn't contain it they had to tell it to speak it out that's what celebrating is about isn't it that's what it is, it's about being excited about what you see and then being able to tell people about it and that's what Christmas is about guys Christmas is about celebrating it's about telling people about Jesus and that's why we do this on on this, this morning don't we that's why we do Christmas day now because we want us to remember that and go out and do that because just about everything else can cloud that in afterwards, can't it? Like the skit guys. We can go home and we'll have our Sanders and all that stuff around and all our lights, which are all pretty and wonderful, but we can suddenly forget what it's all about. We can start speaking about everything else and not about what the day we're celebrating. Can I encourage you this Christmas to celebrate Jesus? Because that's what it's all about. And it's worth celebrating God who comes and dwells with us. That in itself is a phenomenal, that is mind-blowing. Not only did he come and dwell with us, but he got messy with us and he got messy with us so much that he took on all of our mess, all of our sin and brokenness and nailed it to the cross and rose again so that we can have peace now and for eternity we can have a living loving relationship with god now and forever that's the christmas story that's what we celebrate can i encourage you to do that shout it out today as you're singing your carols shout out the ones that talk about jesus and not just about rudolph the reindeer though that's fun shout it out about jesus celebrate him And can I encourage you as you go away from here that that doesn't stop today but that continues on for the rest of your life. And as you do that you seek to see what God is doing through this world and in your life and into eternity. Because if this is true if the account in Luke chapter 2 is true it's life changing. It's eternity changing. And it's worth celebrating. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you so much thanks, Lord, that you have entered into our world and that on this Christmas Day, over 2,000 years ago, Lord, you entered into our world, into our mess and our brokenness to deal with our sin and our rebellion against you, our broken relationships with each other and our broken relationship with you. And Lord Jesus stepped in as our saviour to restore us to you now and for eternity. Lord, may that be real to us this morning. May that be real to us in the whole of our lives. And may that reality bring peace and hope and joy and love into our lives and into the lives that we share that with. And that that will change us, Lord, and that will be people who celebrate, celebrate Jesus today, and celebrate Jesus every day of our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.